almost I almost yelled at the guy who runs the daycare uh, because my kid, my eldest, came to ran to the kitchen, comes around the corner from the dining room into the kitchen, and I just see him arms back and i'm like you little turd who taught you this who taught you this that's what you you learned it from your daycare i'm gonna like i need to have a talk with them i'm like one of your little monster children taught taught my kid how to do a naruto run Hello and welcome to another damn anime podcast. My name is Nick and I'll be your host. Here with me today is my good buddy Joe. Joe, how you doing? Doing all right, man. Uh, how about yourself? Doing okay. Doing okay. Can't complain. Um, we just finished up with uh, another Dead Pixel podcast, our other podcast about video games. This podcast, though, as the name suggests, is about damn anime. Um, and yeah, I'm a... Uh, I, I have been watching a lot of anime, uh, more different shows than I've ever watched in my entire life. Probably. I know this is just a regular thing for you, but I've, I've watched a ton in the, um, in the past fortnight, um, or so. And, uh, it's been, it's been eye opening to be, to be sure there's a lot of decent stuff there's a lot of not so decent stuff. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna let you kick it off though. What's uh, what's some good stuff that you've been watching? Well, uh, a lot has dropped recently for the dub scene. Uh, so, generally speaking, uh, by now I I would have guessed that most of the dub anime would have come out already, and they just keep on dropping more and more and more. Uh, it's crazy. Oh, you mean uh, like so- you would have thought that the, what you would have known was going to be dubbed was was that's yeah, it and then you, you would, know it's like you'd... because they'll traditionally they'll you'll get like three episodes in and then three or four episodes and then they'll start to follow through with a dub of a series uh or you they'll wait till the whole thing's finished and then drop you know then start dubbing it either one episode at a time uh or sometimes just drop the whole thing at once uh so i was like all right cool what's done is done uh dubbed anime is finished there should be nothing new coming out and they just keep on dropping new stuff which I'm loving because uh, it, it's actually just really refreshing to see this much uh, effort go into the season. I feel this season's really strong on all fronts. Um, so re- they just got done pulling out um, the uh, the one you were mentioning last week or last podcast, which was uh, the ice guy and his cool uh, female colleague. Yeah. And I wasn't actually going to give it a shot because I just didn't have enough time to slot that into my uh, my sub schedule, mm. and that got dubbed. And so my wife and I gave it a shot, and we were really glad we did. Uh, it was it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah, I, I need to hear the dub on that. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's good and stuff, but just the storyline itself is is uh, is pretty interesting. It is it's like a low key funny. Um, it's got romance and stuff in it. Uh, that's kind of what the main point of it, you know, is, but, um, but some of the stuff that they do with him being a, like an ice guy is, is just really, it's really funny and cute and quaint. And, uh, it's hard not to watch that without, uh, without smirking and, and giving a heartwarming smile every once in a while. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a shojo a shojo ass anime. Uh, so yeah, very much shoujo. targeted. So opposed to Shonen being like for young men, uh, usually being classified as an action anime, like, uh, my hero academia or like, uh, 
you know, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, the shoujo is usually more uh, uh, female targeted for uh, romance and things like of that nature. Uh, but, you know, this is and plus you can tell by like the art style and it's usually softer looks. But it's uh, it, yeah, like I said, it was it was pretty nice uh, to, to, you know, you, you you seemed pretty excited about last time. So that's why we gave it a shot. And sure enough, it, uh, it was pretty good. Also, they did uh, that Ningen uh, Fushin. And that was the one about those adventurers, essentially, who uh, have a back, bad uh, tragedy in their uh, adventuring lives. And they all just kind of are broken people. And they just happen to meet together and form a new party. And that one got dubbed. And I was like, oh, that's great. Because, uh, you know, it's like I was talking about this with my wife. And now she's actually going to give this one a shot. Uh, she has nothing wrong against um, subbed. But it's kind of hard to multitask with the children or with eating and stuff and having yeah. to focus on a subtitle. Uh, so with them, with a dub, you can you don't have to give necessarily 100 percent of your attention. You can give like, you know, 60 or 70 and still get the gist of what you need. And it's much easier to rewind and then hit play again. Uh, so, yeah, yeah that, one, they... that one is really good, um, mostly because the main character's name is Nick. Uh, that's probably why it's maybe one of the top anime ever made uh but uh yeah so uh that's that's pretty cool good, good old slab of meat niku, niku. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, there's a there's a slight pause in there uh whatever you uh spell it in japanese but that's okay yeah i i, I like that one a lot it's um i only watched the first two episodes because i started watching their stuff so I'll probably try to get back to that this coming week uh but it has an interesting start and it has like a dragonborn ish character in there so that's kind of cool uh you don't see that very often and uh the the way that they come together by all having had like a rough start to their adventuring careers um and being kind of laid off all of them is a is a pretty funny way for them to come together I'm actually still watching that one subbed. So I'm that's one of the ones I'm keeping up to date with as it comes out. But I'm also going to be watching them uh, again, dubbed with my wife. Uh, I find that one just interesting just enough to like, I, I, I want to continue with that one as it comes out. Uh, so yeah. And there's, uh, let's say they just recently dubbed uh, the, was it the Ice Blade Sorcerer? Oh yeah. Uh, so, you know, we I had talked about that and, for sure like i know you weren't gonna because i was kind of like you know it's it's kind of like uh hmm kind of anime like you know but you should totally give it a shot especially if you just want to have it kind of in the background but now you can like you know you don't have to give it your 100 percent attention to it i think the voice work is you know good and uh i think it's uh it's worth a shot it hasn't disappointed me yet i do i am a little disappointed though that the the so certain characters, designs, and attitudes are—you know—attitudes are mostly the same. But like the teacher, for example, or his professor, um, is a different, much different look, and uh, I would say a, a pretty different, like maybe a sixty percent similar attitude. But like that, there's a forty percent difference. That's pretty and big I, difference. I, yeah. yeah, it's a pretty big difference, and um, and the look is very different. I think I think you know so. I like the manga version, so that that is the only disappointing part. But honestly, they they did the character well enough. You know, so, so there's things like that that I'm noticing, and that's why I think another reason why I'm paying attention to it, just because I like to notice the differences uh, between the two. So, 
but yeah those are just some of the few that i've been going through but man there's so so much anime <laughs> there really is this season that is worth watching there is there's a ton um t- talking about a couple of things that i've started watching um i made it through the first two episodes of the first season of vinland saga i've been hearing about how great that is for a while um it's well you done. You like a crap, man. You said you weren't going to go to season one of anything this season. No, I think I said I was going to do. I think I said I was going to do Vinland Saga. I think I said I was going to do Vinland Saga. <laughs> uh, so don't don't fact check that. Just just, just take my word for it. Um, so I did start watching that because I was like, well, I need to watch this eventually. It's already on season two. Maybe I can catch up with the end of season two by the time it ends. I started watching it. I'm sure it gets good and stuff. I'm only through the first episode, so I really can't make a a big judgment. But it, it seems it seems okay. I've seen it's, oh, sorry, it's okay. So it's about Vikings, and I've seen and I know the history of Vikings a bit, and it seems like just another story about the Vikings around the time that the Vikings were popping off in the around the year 1000. And it's not that compelling to me. I guess if I didn't already know some of that stuff, it might be. The characters are good and it's got good writing. So I'm going to try to stick with it. But some of the other stuff that I've seen, um, Handyman Saito, I watched the first episode of that. Basically on your recommendation, I probably wouldn't have watched that without your recommendation. It's pretty good. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely a nice turn on the isekai genre um it's funny and cute and kind of fits together in a in a good way uh similar to that i also watched uh the campfire cooking uh with my absurd skill or whatever uh that's also pretty good i i like both those characters i like saito more but i like that uh, the guy in the, in the cooking one it's a silly dumb way to kind of uh convey like an op person um and yeah oh uh real quick though saito also just got dubbed uh so that was one that i wasn't expecting as well i'm like okay awesome that's that went ahead and got dubbed and uh, as far as campfire cooking goes i remember reading that without realizing what the title was i was just like okay uh, and i feel that it it opened the door to a lot of um a lot of cooking in isekai because so many more anime or manga afterwards had like we're gonna talk more and more about food. I'm like, dude, you just all became a bunch of foodies, didn't you? And of course, it's it's one of the million and a half uh, isekais with a Fenrir in it now. So there's Fenrir in everything. Uh, we have to have a giant wolf. We can't just have it be a dire wolf. It has to be a Fenrir. I'm like, you guys, we can. There's there's more out there. You can you. There's more source material from a million different things, but. Yeah. Okay. No, no, uh, but there's no, not I because do like that. this this makes money. Is it? <laughs> we got a giant dog. Is it a Fenrir? No. Make it a Fenrir. It's got to be a Fenrir. Oh, it's a dog. I'm gonna. Okay. Is it has to be a dog? Okay. I'm naming it Fenrir. Its name is now Fenrir. <laughs> yeah. They they're just gonna. I mean, they're gonna copy off each other because uh, they want to make money. Uh, I get it. But yeah. I, so I like both those. Um, they are are good kind of twists and. One of the problems I have with isekai, as far as I've seen, is that a lot, like, a lot of times it's just an excuse to go to another world and totally forget about where the person came from. Uh, and it's just like an OP fest. Like, that's what, like, that's even the problem that I had with, like, 
the shield hero, among other things, is that like in Rise of the Shield Hero, he goes to this other world and he gets shit kicked and stuff, but he like never pines to go home or like tries to figure out a way to go home. It's like, well, this is my life now and I'm just going to like do this thing. And it's like, don't you want to go home or think about your past or, or whatever? And with Saito and the campfire cooking, it's like they're constantly in contact with either with some aspect of their home world. Like Saito's constantly thinking about, at least in the first episode, he's thinking about what it was like to live at home and that it wasn't that great. And he's like kind of doing better now. Campfire cooking guys, sort of still the same thing. So those are both cool for that. Um, I also got a chance to watch Revenger, the first episode of that. Uh, dumb name. Real dumb name. I could not. Oh, no. And the thing is, that name, Revenger, has been used in a couple things, like Tokyo Revenger, which is not oh. a bad season one. Apparently, everyone hates the ending of the manga. Uh, but, <sighs> you know, like, the using Revenger is such a bad... Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, English. I don't know. It's a bad... Like, in if you were an English-speaking person and making something for English-speaking people you would probably not name something Revenger because it's not a real word. We have another word for that. It's called Avenger, but there's already that going on. So it's it, it, I, it's a problem for the title, and it's whatever. But I decided to give it a try anyway, and um, I didn't hate it. Um, I actually kind of liked it. I thought it had uh, at least a fleshed-out main character. <sighs> The story feels pretty boilerplate, like an old samurai story about revenge. Okay, okay. I got I got bored of it and I bounced after ten minutes. I usually don't ever do that, and I'm like, I gotta waste. You gotta use my time more efficiently, and I couldn't. I'm like, no. Nah. I I do think it's better quality than a lot of other stuff that I've seen on here, um, just as far as like straight like the amount of money they're putting into the show. Um, the artistry, like the actual, yeah, that is true. That it, they do have a quality to it that is better than others, uh, so, especially some of the ones I'm. T I was surprised that got animated. I'm like, you know, some of that stuff is not that great looking, but despite it looking better than that, I just, yeah, just something about it just is not meshing with me at all. Or maybe it's just my, maybe it was just when I tried watching it, I was in the bad mood. So maybe I, you know, but I'm. Yeah. And it, I mean, it. it is a very like nineties, two thousands type of anime, as far as the source material or context goes with like just a samurai story. It's like, all right, we've kind of seen this a lot. Um, and it's sort of just, it's sort of out of fashion. I am going to keep watching it at least a few more episodes probably. Um, and, uh, and try to give it a try, uh, a chance, but I don't know. I don't know. It it's if it does much that I don't like, I'm gonna probably drop it. But I've got a couple more that I want to talk about. But um, for but uh, are there any more that you have that you want to go through? Um, let's see. Uh, as far as newish stuff that we haven't talked about, um, I tried out Buddy Daddies. Um, okay. I I can see it being okay. Uh, I only watched episode one and I'm already ready to like bounce. Uh, personally, it's just like, I'm like, it's, it feels, I, I can't say this for sure. Cause obviously I only did episode one, uh, but it was like, if you really liked, um, 
uh, spy family or something like that, then you'd probably this would probably be up your alley in the sense that I feel like it's gonna kind of be a slice of life thing without having a real story. Um, mm. you know, it's just, that's my problem with Spy Family is like it has a lot of potential, but it's not doing anything, or at least the second season was really like middling. Um, so yeah. I feel like this is kind of like that. I mean, maybe I'm expecting too much, maybe I'm I want I'm searching for something that's not there, so I'm just maybe coming into this in the wrong headspace. Um, the quality of the art's there, but it's just I it's just not clicking for me as well, so. Uh, I probably unless if I start hearing like more and more good things about it, I'm just probably gonna let it go because, uh, I just don't have the time for it. And let's see, they ended up, uh, they brought. I was surprised that this got a second season, and I'm even more surprised that it got dubbed so quickly, or it's getting dubbed so quickly. And that's um, the fruit of evolution, uh, season two. I saw uh, that. Yeah, I watched the first episode of that by accident. Um, and uh, I was like, well, they're already dubbing this one too. And then I realized that it it was on its second season, but I watched the first episode of it and I was like, there's like a big pink gorilla It's very odd, uh, both not good and also kind of good. Anyway, what do you have to say about it? It's so it's super, so season one watching it made me feel like i was watching a late 90s early 2000s anime it was like this weird slapstick like i had this weird and it had just this it was a slightly ugly anime or art style um and it was just like i have no idea what to make of this thing and all right so in the end it's it's okay it's just like i'll just say it's it's okay it's self-aware and it makes enough jokes like at itself i'm like okay this is yeah yeah there's i guess there's something about this i wouldn't necessarily recommend i'm like dude you gotta you gotta waste your time and watch this uh, i couldn't really say that yeah. but I'm, I'm not gonna but if you're just having to be in the mood for it i'm like okay you know then for sure give it a shot but it's it's not really it's like a six out of ten you know so it's just like okay you know and that's how it is so they they got a second season i was like holy crap i can't believe they got a second season and that's being dubbed so i went ahead and watched episode one uh in fact that came out today and i was just like you know a dub that is and i'm like yeah all right i mean they pick up exactly where they left off i think the actual animation quality got better from season one to two uh which i was like wow okay um i don't really think I should be wasting my time with it, but since I already wasted my time with season one, I part of me is like, I gotta see this to the end. <laughs> the completionist really in you. I really shouldn't, but I might. Um, you know, once again, <laughs> it's a good thing to play in background if I'm playing Vampire Survivors. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, I got a couple more. I'm gonna start with some of the ones that um, I think are probably kind of bad. Uh, so I watched the first episode of one called Technoroid Overmind. It's about androids. And um, this is probably the most five out of 10 anime I think I've ever seen. It has almost no personality, um, but it's not bad. It's very strange. Like it's hard to hard to really kind of quantify unless you've seen it. It just... It, the the story doesn't really go anywhere beyond like the normal beats um, and it's a little bit funny but also not funny like I couldn't think of a joke that actually happened 
it's just a perfect five out of ten. It's it's very odd. At least that's what that's the way it is to me. Um, I watched the Tale of Outcast, a couple episodes of that. That's a shojo about a uh, about a beast man. It's basically Beauty and the Beast, but it's like a beast man and uh, and a little girl. It's it's whatever. Um, I kind of skip around. I've, I'm watching some some of these others. And I just don't really know what they're going to turn into anything. Um, I watched kind of the of the Great Snow Sea. It's a heavy CG animated one, and I watched the first episode of that. It was okay. Uh, the CG is a little bit off putting, but it's but it's all in CG, so it's not it's not so bad. And it looks like it's pretty like they have some confidence in it. So I might stick stick with that a little bit more. Um, I keep watching Trigun Stampede. That is also CG, but man, it looks, it looks really good. Like it's, it's, it's a very good looking, um, CG anime. And I, uh, the story is, is okay. There's action in every episode. There's blood in it which is uh pretty interesting there's just a there's like this last episode episode three or four had a good bit of blood in it and killing um and that was like whoa okay um i don't know it's it's like there's not a whole lot really going on in in one way in one sense but there's a hot that there is a lot going on in another sense um but it's just really well animated i I gotta give it that Uh, a couple more Keeping up with Blue Lock um, and Near, obviously. Uh, Near, I think, is really good, but I'm biased. So Blue Lock, though, Blue Lock is is really good. Uh, watched, I, I missed an episode, so I caught up with that. And I'm on episode, I watched through episode 15 now. Blue Lock is it's just a really cool battle anime, man. It's just a really cool, like, uh, you know, elimination battle anime um, it's a, it's a battle royale without the murder. It's, it's, it's how they did it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, very, you know, chess move, you know, 4d chess type stuff going on. Um, and it's about soccer and it's, it's just cool. I, I didn't think that I would like it or I would like it this much, but it's definitely one of my top two things of the, uh, of the, of the week, um, for sure. But probably the best thing I watched, this week was um, a little anime called Ippon again, and it's a slice of life anime about girls, uh, about these little girls just entering high school. And um, way to make it sound creepy, man. Yep, I, about these I'm little just girls. Gonna, yeah. These little girls, about these little girls entering high school. And Why it's about Nick Cage impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I okay. didn't. I didn't even realize that. Uh, but anyway, it's about their judo club, and uh, they the first episode starts out. They're still in middle school, and they are in this judo club. And uh, they basically like the main ish character is saying she's going to quit judo club whenever high school starts because she's going to have a whole different life. And it's a a little bit about how that those plans sort of change. And um, there's a, probably about about four characters they've introduced and they all have um, some good personality and it's, 
it's a it's well drawn. Uh, probably gonna the I'm sure the animation is gonna fall off after the either after the first episode or after the third episode somewhere in there, but it's well drawn. It's not particularly funny or anything like that, uh, but it does give me um, a KB uh, a KB seller uniform vibes. It's it's not it's not that good. It's not a KB good, but it is um, it is a a good little one, and I'm looking forward to to watching some more of that and seeing how it develops, seeing if it, uh, it can, uh, stay in that kind of rarefied, uh, slice of life, uh, magical air, but we'll see about that. Anyway, so that's what I've been watching. And, uh, Epon again and blue lock are my picks for the bye week All right. Uh, yeah. So for me, on the other hand, I've been, uh, let's see, I, there's a few new things I ended up watching, uh, I ended up watching the, you know, the first four, or there's four episodes out of it now, but uh, the magical revolution uh, of a reincarnated princess and the genius young lady um, genius being like a prodigy, I guess is, you know, uh, is pretty much the way it is, but it's a weird, uh, it's, it's your normal isekai fair, except for this person who's isekai as the royal princess uh, in this fantasy world, uh, everyone knows magic except for her. She cannot use magic. So what she does is she invents, uh, she uses like the stones you get from monsters and such to help power uh, unique tools she makes. So instead of she ends up essentially making a lightsaber, <laughs> for better or worse, like she makes uh, so like a, a little hilt of, of a sword of and a beam of light. Uh, she makes. Uh, she uses the stones, like a firestone, to essentially make a hot electric kettle, so you can make tea. Uh, she does stuff like this. Uh, she, you know, she's looked at, at you know as uh, just a really weird, uh, quirky person, and like a um, like an Otome dating game. This other girl is about is essentially being denounced in front of the school party, the whole school of at a dinner party for. Um, you're like, yeah, the, the you were engaged to the prince, but the prince now loves this other uh, other girl who happens to be of a commoner background, and now he's denouncing you in front of everybody. And when that happens, uh, at that exact moment, the um, the main character happens to be test flying a uh, a broom because she wants to fly, but because she has no magic. Uh, but also, no one in that world, even though they have magic, no one flies. And so she's like, her dream is to fly. She's like, there's magic in this world. You have to fly. And so she's been modifying a broom with uh with like these stones to try to get airborne. So she goes out of control and completely crashes this party, literally. Like the moment uh this whole uh dis you know uh engagement uh you know disemboweling goes, she busts through the window, perfect timing, and in slow motion they just see her hit the ground as she tumbles. It's just like you know, snapshot you know clip 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 and then she smashes into the wall and then she quickly looks and she's like oh what's going on here oh wait a minute and then she quickly puts it together one and one she's like you, you are you you know are you sitting there uh, are you breaking off your engagement now great i'm gonna take this girl and so uh the former uh, the former engaged our betrothed uh you know girl who's a genius at magic so she's the polar opposite uh, she has she's the prime minister's daughter and so their parents that's why she was engaged to the prince because the prime minister and the king you know they're like we'll have our kids marry and they'll be a powerhouse couple uh so 
you know, the the main character goes ahead and says, "We're I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell my dad everything that, that just happened." So I'm kidnapping this girl, and I'm gonna tell dad on you, um, the brother prince, that you have now made a fool of us all. And so she literally just jumps on the broom, takes off, and it's like, yeah, it's it's silly, it's quirky, it's um, you know, the the genius girl has a lot of issues, you know, because she's she's been living this re- like really strict lifestyle, uh, and she envies. Uh, the princess for being like a bohemian, essentially just being a free spirit, doing whatever, whatever she wants, not tied down to conventions. While the opposite is like, you know, the princess wants the main character is like, I want magic. You look so happy and so beautiful while you're doing magic. And like, I'm pretty much, she is pretty much fawning all over her all the time. She's like, you're beautiful and you smile and you're the most perfect girl. And it's just like, it's, it's very, um, yeah, it's uh, it's weird in that way, but it's it's a cute little series. It seems to be pre- it's funny enough, and uh, it has a good enough story. So, uh, the uh, one of the other bits I'm I'm watching was um, essentially uh, they dubbed they they actually dubbed this as well, which I was kind of surprised. It was the uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's the Defense Girl, uh, Bumofu or something like that, or Bo Bufuri. I think it's Bofuri. Uh, is what it's called. It's um, an MMO, uh, slice of life. Essentially, girl joins into this MMO. It's a full dive where they can, you know, VR setup, and she doesn't like pain, so she just specs herself out straight up in defense. Max up uh, Max's defense, yeah. And she like she ends up uh, she just becomes mad OP. And this season two came out, and that's already getting dubbed. And I'm like, oh, that's great. So that was surprised on that one. Um. Yeah, I outside of that, there hasn't been a whole whole else, a lot that I've been watching. Uh, new that is, I mean, so for my pick of the week, I don't know, I'm probably gonna go with. Um, actually, I was surprised with uh saving uh saving eighty thousand gold. Yeah. Uh, in another world because that one also got dubbed, and that one was a surprise for me. I wasn't expecting to. I saw the manga a lot, and I just like, oh, another, another isekai. Can't afford to spend my time on reading this manga. So, But now that I got an anime ad- adaptation, uh, this one it has a unique twist because, uh, to keep it short, uh, she's, about to, she's about to fall to her death, and then next thing you know, she's isekai. Uh, she, run, she runs into some people uh, of this new world, and they, you know, they're helping her out. Uh, and then she uh, she's running away from she ends up getting attacked in the in the woods by these wolves. And she's just all she can think of is how much she misses home. And the next thing you know, she teleports home. Uh, but she accidentally abandoned one of the her um, this little girl that like befriended her that's been helping her on the other world. And she's like, I can't just leave her. And so she then says, hey, if I can get to this world, maybe I can get back. And she then goes ahead and arms herself with like a kitchen knife, um, you know, like a couple, you know, another like two, a couple knives and some some other things from the house. And she pretty much wills herself to go back to the other world. So apparently, she has the ability to teleport between worlds. Yeah. So they they use that, and she starts to kind of plan around that and do some different things. Uh, uh, that's that happens in episode two where she starts to make plans. But that's another one that does a pretty good job of of showing like okay. Like, you know, Isekai is not just about like it, it. She is kind of OP, but 
but it's not just about being OP in this other world. It's like, how can you use both worlds? It's just a little bit more thought thought through and uh, has a bit more of a gimmick to it. So I, I like that one too. I like that one too. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, that's what I'll recommend as my surprise that. And, you know, the fact that the, um, the ice guy, uh, oh, yeah. that one, I, like I said, I would, I was pleasantly surprised about that one. Um, but the only other one that I'll talk about, uh, yeah, I, I, I really like the ice guy too. Uh, the only other one I want to talk about uh, is, uh, that I forgot to mention is I've been keeping up pretty well with, with, uh, Tomo Chan is a girl. I watched the first three episodes. I think I didn't get to, I think they have the fourth dub out. I don't think I've gotten to that, but I'm actually liking that pretty good. That's a, a, a nice, cute rom-com too. Um, yep. The, the uh, Yeah, for sure. The, uh, the, I don't know what they do for the Japanese, but the dub, the, the main girl uh, voice actress does a really good job of like sounding like a tomboy, but also still sounding like a girl. So uh, definitely very enjoyable. Um, but yeah, so that's what we, what we've been watching as far as anime goes. So next up, we're going to be jumping over to our special topic, um, of the podcast. And, um, today's topic is a question. And that question is, I left it a bit open-ended, uh, cause I want kind of wanted to see what we would do with it. But the question is, is anime mainstream? So I definitely have some things to say, I think, about this. But uh, uh, Joe, would you like to kick us off? What do you think? Do you think anime is mainstream? Yes. All right, we're done. Cool. <laughs> Answer solved. Um, I mean, I agree. You go to Target, we're done. <laughs> you buy. You buy. You can buy T-shirts at Target. You know, Hot Topic is like fifty percent anime now. Uh, yeah, that's, and uh, that's, yeah. you know. You go, you know, like I said, it's you, it's everywhere. Uh, I mean, is it in the forefront? No. Is it going to take, um, you know, the the Fox, uh, you know, su- Sunday nightly lineup at you know seven o'clock? No, but it's uh, it's like, mainstream as far as everyone knows what it is now. To me, and it do- goes, it's theater action now, dude. It's in movie theaters. Like you couldn't get that before. So to me, the first thing you have to say is, okay, what is how do you define mainstream? And I think you've done a pretty good job with, with that. Um, to me, like the most mainstream would be the way it is in Japan. It is, you know, regular businesses that adults go to, uh, to like buy houses and like do money stuff. Those have like anime characters as their as their mascot, you know, not all the time, but it's definitely not out of the out of the ordinary to see anime just like in life uh, as you're at the grocery store or whatever. Um, So that's like the most mainstream. But as far as um, as far as mainstream for kids in the United States, yeah. I would say I would say it, it it definitely is for adults. I think we have probably one more generation before uh, people like you and me are still talking about it, watching anime as we grow old. Um, but uh, and after that happens, then it will probably truly be mainstream. Uh, and that's just kind of how I, how I define. It. I think like like my dad and people who are probably like ten or fifteen years older than me the number of people who watch anime 
in that age group. Um, I guess you would call them uh, the the Gen Xers. They, to me, don't really watch it as much, and so it's harder for me to consider it mainstream because they don't really dial into that at all. Well, see, I think Gen Xers know about it. Baby boomers, you know, a little less so. But considering the fact that you have certain things that have broken into the culture so hard uh, when it comes to stuff like, um, you know, when they did that, when they the whole stupid uh, Area 51 meetup and they're, they're, like, they're like, let's do the Naruto run. And people have to be like, <laughs> wait, what's what's that? Um, so that's, you know, like uh, I, I almost I almost yelled at the guy who runs the daycare uh, because my kid, my eldest came to ran to the kitchen comes around the corner from the dining room into the kitchen and i just see him arms back (laughs) and i'm like you little turd who taught you this who taught you this that's what you you learned it from your daycare i'm gonna like i need to have a talk with them i'm like (laughs) one of your little monster children taught taught my kid how to do a naruto run (laughs) that's what happens when you send your kids to state-run schools (laughs) Uh, get indoctrinated Yeah, I mean, no, but, you know, something like that has made it, you know, main, I would say the fact that, you know, <laughs> but that's not street, like, right? that's like, that's like mock culture, but it's still, that's it's still because there, it's dude. mocked because it's like, because if people, when we you, were, if we you were can mock up, it like that, that means it is well known enough. You can't fair. just mock something that's not well known. It's like, partially fair about? though. I mean, I feel like, I guess, so I guess Naruto is mainstream. <laughs> In uh, in the same way that like William Hung was, you know, the like she bang, she bang, you know, uh, remember that guy? Forgot about that. Yeah, he was <laughs> I'll mainstream wait till too. You said it, dude. <laughs> yeah. He was mainstream too, um, in his own way. I I don't know. Like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of mocked. Uh, and so it's sort of mainstream. Oh, but that's the beginning. Certain. You're you're right. That's the beginning of the mainstreaming when it's so popular. People are making fun of it. But the next generation gets, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen or whatever. And that is not as dumb. And people take it a little bit, maybe a little bit more seriously incrementally over time. And then in another 10 years, I think it has, I guess what I'll say is, I think it's probably like 70% mainstream, but it has a good little ways to go before I would consider it like capital M mainstream. Yeah. But the way I look at it is you go to any, if, if you could find a mall still somewhere, you're guaranteed to find a hot topic half filled with it. You're That's looking true. at any of those yeah. anchor stores, uh, you know, Kohl's or whatever. You'll find them have, you know, they'll have in every T-shirt section for the children or for the adults. Dragon you'll Ball. You'll end up finding at least one anime, Dragon Ball or some My Hero Academia. Right. Like I said, Walmarts and stuff like that will carry them. Uh, then also just in the mall itself, you'll guarantee to find one like the spencer's equivalent of anime just all you know like whether it be action figures posters you know dolls or whatever like you'll find a store like that just full of anime like our japanese paraphernalia uh and so you know i mean the when i look at them i'm like wow that's expensive as crap but the but the high school and like middle school me would have lost their minds to see something like that in the u.s oh yeah it was so rare i mean but now it's literally just it's here it's uh, and the idea of, I mean, so I think it's considered more mainstream. You see people with, um, uh, you know, you see people 
wearing uh clothing you know like more often but you also see people going to the movies and that's like i said that's a huge deal to see guarantee any new ghibli film it will get will get a theater uh release Release, once it comes over yeah and then same with uh i'm forgetting the studio uh the creator but your name oh yeah the your Um, name guy kimi no nawa uh you know like that that you know the last couple of films have gotten us release. Now they haven't been as blown up, but they're getting that recognition. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's, I mean, like you said, yeah, you, yeah. 70% you know, there hundred, but at the same time, I think it's, I think it's safe to say mainstream. Yeah. That's, 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 um, I guess we're going to have to disagree just a little bit. Cause, um, but, uh, but yeah, like it's, it depends on where you start from, though. I guess that's too because I started from like, literally. There's only like three yeah, compared to ever, you know. I mean, compared to that's what I was gonna get to is like, you know, compared to when we were kids, which you know it was on Cartoon Network and stuff like that. It but it kind of just started on Toonami, uh, whenever you know I was a little kid, and um, and it wasn't it wasn't everywhere it was just in certain places especially like it, like late at night and stuff like that that was one of the first times that i could ever see it on tv was on adult swim um and, and tsunami and stuff like that and uh compared to then when you just you know internet was still pretty young uh to compared to now where it's com- like literally everywhere that back then it really was not you had to you had to know what you're looking for you had to go and try to find it and you couldn't assume that every kid on the playground even knew what it was they were i mean people still called it like japanimation up until the early 2000s i think i did uh in fact the uh the (laughs) uh video stores still had uh, that it'd be the Japanimation section. Yeah. Uh, so it wouldn't be, it wasn't anime, uh, until later. Uh, but also the, the, to argue the point is it, it's gotten mainstream to the point where now it influences, uh, Western style cartoons. That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got things like, um, the way, the way a lot of it's, a lot of these newer, uh, cartoons, they're revamping like the Voltron, uh, or the, you know, Avatar, the last airbender. Those are heavily influenced based off of, uh, you know, anime. Uh, It's like in, you know, there's a stronger debate to be had if you can classify those as anime, you know, because, you know, it's like, yeah, Western, when, when enough Western stuff is starting to adopt, you know, does it have to be from Japan to be considered anime? Because, you know, but anyways, that's a different topic for a different time. That's a Uh, big, that's a big can of worms that we are not going to open right now. So, so Um, you're welcome. I just gave you that just on a silver platter. Um, All right. We will, we will treat that golden topic uh, with all of the pomp and circumstance that it deserves someday. Uh, But yeah, I think, I think it's a good way to close it. Um, you're right. That's uh, it is starting to bleed over. So it's mainstream enough to kind of infect and take over a lot of Western cartoons too. Um, but yeah, it's definitely more mainstream than it used to be. I think it still has a good little ways to go. And um, happy to happy to uh, enjoy the ride. All right. So that's going to do it for us today on another damn anime podcast. Um, I've been Nick. And uh, here with me has been Joe, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Just take it easy. Bye.